0: You are listening to the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast where you learn about everything from unique ideas for attendee engagement to cool venues for hosting your events. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. My name is Shante, and I'm the project manager for Scavenger. And today we have a special guest on the show. His name is Pete George F. Pete is a U.S. veteran and also city leader at Bunker Labs Columbus. So for those of you who may not be familiar with Bunker Labs, it's a national network of veteran entrepreneurs dedicated to helping new veteran entrepreneurs start their own business. They are committed to seeing that every entrepreneur in the veteran community has a network work, tools, and resources they need to start their own business. Let's welcome Pete to the show. Hi, Pete, and welcome to the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. Now, Pete is a city leader at Bunker Labs Columbus, and he joined the Marines right out of high school. So, Pete, tell us about your experience in the Marines.
1: Yeah, so... um and you and I have talked before, and I think we have similar stories, but um, joined right out of high school, like you mentioned, and um, I just never grew out of a really strong desire to do that. You know, I was six, seven years old, all my friends wanted to join. It's all we talked about. Military was really cool. And then, 16, 17, they all moved on to other stuff, and I just had still had that urge. Um, so, joined in 2008 and had a couple of different roles and jobs. Um, one of the more, most interesting things for me, uh, unique experiences, was being able to formally study Chinese. I'm um, out in California for a couple of years. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and that, that, that helped with um, kind of spurring my college education after the Marine Corps because a lot of those credits studying Chinese in the Marines transferred um, and kind of kick started my uh, undergrad after the Marine Corps.
0: That's awesome. So, yeah. out of that, so I see that when you got finished with the Marine Corps, and then you went to Ohio State University. And that's where you got involved with Bunker Labs. So tell us a little yeah. bit more about
1: that. Yeah, so I was in my senior year um, right as I started the program. So as I mentioned, a lot of those credits that I got studying Chinese in the Marines carried over. So I only had about a year to study. But, um, you know, we had my wife and I had uh, three kids at that point. We had just transitioned out of the Marines. I was going straight into studying. Um, the, in the Chinese program at Ohio State. And so I was looking for opportunities to transfer into uh, the civilian work sector and not really sure what that looked like or what the good options were, but I knew what I was pretty passionate about as a person. Um, and while a lot of my skills, um, my hard skills from the military didn't didn't translate super well into um, the civilian workforce, um I I knew I wanted to just help people. I didn't know how that would manifest itself in the job. So got connected to Michael McNett, um, who was the executive director of of Bunker Labs in Columbus back in uh, 2018, 2017, 2018. And he had a fellowship position open um, doing program management. So a lot of the event coordination. Um, So I jumped into that while I was still studying uh, my undergrad. And and that was kind of how things kicked off.
0: so a part of my show is i like to have fun you can probably tell by my energy (laughs) (laughs) just me as a person how i am i'm super bubbly so i like to know i always say my superpower is making events engaging that's just Mm -hmm. i I love working with people i work with event planners like all the time it's like my full-time thing here with Scavenger. and i want to know your superpower what's your power
1: yeah, so I I really think, and this a, seems like a weird thing to say as a superpower, but um, I, it's it's having meaningful and genuine conversations with people. I, I can't have an engaging or an engagement with another person and have it not be impactful in someone. Like, you can't leave that conversation without having some tangible, useful thing come out of it that I can do to help that person. Um, so I suppose caring about people might be the simplest way to, to phrase that, even though that might sound a little bit odd. But um, I really, really enjoy having those meaningful, impactful um, conversations and interactions with people.
0: Pete, you know what? I, I'm going to agree with you. It's funny you said that, because after we met with you that first time at Rev one I was like, he is such a cool guy.
1: <laughs> well, it was mutual. It was definitely mutual.
0: Yeah, it was like so cool because, you know, we had our meeting and we were just like, wow, he's... He gets it. He's like a really cool guy. So I, I get what you're saying about being meaningful and impactful um, because I did see that with you when we had our initial meeting. So that is definitely true. I can definitely vouch for you with that.
1: Yeah, well, I can definitely vouch for your superpower as well because we've done an event uh, with, with your platform and you guys being involved there. So I, I mean, I've seen it in action firsthand how you really make those events engaging.
0: Well, thanks, Pete. We're going to touch on that a little later. So Thanks for that, that brief intro. We're going to touch on that definitely a little later in the conversation. All right. So, Pete, it says here, like I said before, that you're the city leader at Bunker Labs Columbus. Mm-hmm. And could you share, you know, some information about the Columbus chapter of Bunker Labs?
1: So we have a lot of folks that pitch in um, with volunteering, uh, with partnering. There's a lot of people in the community that help out, but the core team um, there's three city leaders at any given chapter um, at the local levels. Um, so I help with some of the operations program support and everything else. Um, I've had to take a little bit of a back seat just to my workload and family and everything else. So Nick Wright has been kind of dual hiding a lot of the programming and uh, logistics work with me. Um, and then Kim Tapia is she really heads up um, a lot of the entrepreneur engagement, building out the program services, the connections. Um, and the resources for the veteran entrepreneurs that we work with. So she does a lot of advising and, and connects folks with with resources um, uh, that might be a good fit to help them out with their specific businesses. Um, and she does a ton of work with the events and um, you know getting panelists and picking topics and everything. A lot of work in the planning. Um, and then Melinda Cogley joined the team um, in the last month or so um, in the kind of the community uh, leader area. So helping to identify and establish those partnerships with other organizations and uh, businesses in town that, um, you know, would be able to bring a lot of value to our network and, and what we're trying to do in the veteran community. So that's kind of the core team um, on the leadership position. But again, we have a, there's a lot of folks that, that volunteer time both at the events as well as meeting with the veteran entrepreneurs that we help um, and, and guiding them. So it's, it's really grown a lot. Uh, the relationships we have with organizations in town, it's become very, very collaborative. Um, Columbus is a great place to have, um, you know, events um, collaboratively between organizations when they wanna sponsor them or if they wanna be involved in them in another way. Um, so it's grown a lot.
0: That's cool. And actually I've been to a couple of the events and the first one we went to, I thought was good. I learned a lot. Um, and it was good to to be there. And I think I shared this with you, but just to know there's other veterans, because I did not know about you guys until we had our first meeting. And we've been in Columbus for years. And I'm like, I didn't even know that there was like other veterans that are here, you know, that are entrepreneurs that are either getting started or been in business for a while, but that I can connect with. And I thought that was so awesome. So I want to thank you for that introduction because I've benefited from it personally. I just think it's good. I've met some really cool people um, and the meetings I think are great too. And I'm looking for, you know, coming to others that you guys host as well.
1: Yeah. One of the biggest value props to the the veteran entrepreneurs that come to the events is just the networking. I mean, beyond maybe tangible resources, which obviously are important, just getting them connected. Like you said, meeting other people that are going through something similar is, is hugely beneficial to your own experience. It's encouraging, you know, if nothing else. Um, so connecting that community together and also connecting them to resources that can tangibly help with uh, their goals, with their businesses is kind of uh, kind of the whole point of the structure here. So it's, it's great to hear that it worked well for you as well.
0: Yes. Yes. And you know what else I found at meeting the people at the events is that we all share that common veteran energy, you know, mm. and I don't think I've mentioned this on my podcast, but yes, I am a United States Air Force veteran. I think it's the first time I've ever said that. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am. And, but yeah, like meeting the other veterans there, they're all really cool and everyone was really helpful. And everyone that I've talked to was either like trying to find a way that we could either do something together or how they can help me. Mm. And I thought that was so cool, what you guys are doing, like the mission, you can definitely feel it and you see it when you go to the meeting. So if there's any other veterans that are listening that have not connected with Bunker Labs or been to any of the Bunker Brews, I definitely encourage you to go. There are a lot of cool people that go there. And I'm not just saying that because (laughs) I... one of the questions I had for you was what makes your events brilliant? And I know you're special just because like I said before, just the way you engage, I can tell you care when you're talking to people and it does translate over into the events. I, I, I was drawn into bunker labs because of you (laughs) and, (laughs) and it was a good thing. It is a good thing I should say. And, so tell us like how does that translate like I, I know you take it but you can probably explain it way better than I can. What part of you what makes your events brilliant?
1: Yeah, and I it's a team thing obviously. I and, you know my my superpower um you know strong interest in making things impactful for people through the engagements. Uh, you know, obviously I I bring that as much as I can to the events, but our our team is phenomenal and it's it, I would not be able to do this by myself. So I'll definitely qualify this whole thing with that. But um okay. I, you know, I think there's there's four things that I've really identified for myself when I'm the when I'm the primary event organizer um, that I've noticed be- between an event going really really well and being mediocre or just quite frankly not not going well at all. Um, so I'll kind of walk through those and feel free to chime in with questions throughout. But so the first one I have, I found that the event coordinator, whoever's putting this thing on, they have to actually care about what they're doing. It's not the sort of thing, and that might be obvious or seem obvious, but it can't just be a job. Um, putting on a good event cannot just be a job. Um, if, if, right. the, if the coordinator's not passionate about what's going on, the topic or the audience or, you know, whatever component of it is driving them, um, the event really, quite frankly, won't go well. Um, that There is a leadership aspect to event coordination. Um, and as in any leadership situation, if the leader is not engaged and really driving the whole thing, it, it's, not, it's just not gonna go well. So that's the first one. Um, and two, and this goes back to what I was just talking about, you have to surround yourself with other team members that are gonna support the event with similar passion. So that, I mean, that's tough, but um, Bunker Labs here in Columbus has a great team and I'm really, really blessed to be part of it, but um, talented, passionate team members to support that is, is critical to it. You cannot do this by yourself. Um, and now that's- I'm try Yeah, it, yeah, I got in it.
0: Now Kim and Michael, great people. So you're right; you do have a good team that was working with you at those events. That's that's who I meant. I thought it was great. I just wanted yeah. to say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kim, um, Kim Tapia is is phenomenal. So you you've obviously met her, and I mean she is all over the entrepreneur ecosystem in Columbus, uh, the veteran community, lots of different. I mean, she volunteers at a lot of different nonprofits. She's She's got her hands in so much stuff and she's impactful in in basically everything she does. And she runs multiple successful companies. So she's an absolute rock star. We're blessed to have her on the team. And um, yeah, other team members as well. And there's folks that volunteer with us. Um, So it's a really, really good team. Um, But uh, so three um, planning well is obviously important, but there will be things with event coordination that will, um, that will, they will go wrong during an event. It's just, it's going to happen. Um, things like food are, are a little bit outside of your control to some degree, obviously, you know, plan it, schedule it, call and verify, but things will still go wrong because other people are involved and humans are, you know, they're not infallible. So things are going to go wrong and just embrace that to some, to, to the degree that you can. The
0: right. real-time
1: challenges are going to be there. They're inevitable and just try and have fun with them as much as you can. If you have fun with it and just roll with it, they're not actually gonna. They're not gonna be that big of a deal. I mean, these aren't life-threatening things, so there's no reason to be panicky about it. But for those people with backgrounds like mine, which I won't dig into, but you really want the nitpicky detail. Don't want anything to go wrong. This is tough to grasp. So I think it's important. Oh, it's important <laughs> to realize. Yeah, it sounds like you might you might have similar um, tendencies. It's it's not a bad thing. It's a strength, but it's something you have to come to grips with.
0: Yes, that is true. That is true. And the thing is, is like other people usually do not know that something is wrong only you do <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yeah that's a really really good point that's a super right. good point and if you yeah you <laughs> so could you could be just... the reason everybody suddenly realizes there's something going wrong
0: right right so i just smile <laughs> yeah <and it laughs> exactly
1: <all goes> <laughs> that's awesome yeah no it's it's something you got to just kind of grasp and roll with but um realize it's inevitable and then finally um the event coordinator, even though you're running all of these things and there's a lot of logistics going on and you're going to be running around, it's a little, it's going to be chaotic to some degree. You have to engage with the attendees during the event. Um, don't spend the whole time talking with the team and trying to do coordination and, and nitpick this, this, that, and the other thing. Like, get out there, introduce yourself, your passion for that event. Going back to point one. Um, it, it has to show to the folks that are coming there um, and drive that, lead that, and really get involved with what's going on at the event, not just the behind the scenes running of it. It's, you know, day of. Um, so again, going back to that leadership thing, on the day of it, your attitude and the way that you guide that entire event while it's running is it's, it's going to dictate how everybody else behaves.
0: That is true, Pete, and I just want to touch back when you were talking about engaging with the attendees. That is so important because when they come, like I did when I went to the Bunkers Brews, I felt welcomed and it made me want to come back. Mm. So, and and, and I'm sure other attendees feel the same way. You know, when they go somewhere, especially where there's a network of people um, like Bunkers Brews or there's other veterans, for example, you're looking to connect with other people. And if you have people who are greeting you and even people you don't know, it makes it easier when they're walking up to you, especially for people like me who are, mm-hmm. you know, introverts, um, it just yeah. really does when, when other people are coming to you saying, hi, is it your first time? Thanks for coming. Just something that small means a lot. And yeah. I feel that it does help to want to have people to come back to your events.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, that is spot on. And I, other people will start doing that when they see you doing it too. Someone has to step, if the person in charge isn't doing that, then the people around them aren't going to do it either. And everyone has this a very sad tendency to go a little bit internal. And, you know, you just end up seeing folks with their, you know, their drink and their food and they're kind of just sitting by themselves. And so, yeah, I think it's really, really important to do. The whole point is to have an impact on someone's life in a way that you probably won't even be able to recognize in that first part of the conversation. So gotta put yourself
0: out there that's right that's right so let's talk about engagement yeah let's, <laughs> let's talk about the march events for bunkers brews and yeah. <laughs> we had lots of engagement at their bunker brews and um you guys did something unique mm-hmm.
1: we and did. so yeah mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm excited to jump into this because this um I, you know, this is, this is not me just, you know, tooting your horn because I'm on your podcast. This is me really excited to talk about how your platform and what you guys do at ScanVenger really, really helped um, drive engagement at at one of our events. So um, yeah, March 22nd, our Bunker Brews earlier this year, um, we had you guys come out and and do the whole shebang, like all parts of the engagement platform that you bring to the table, um, you brought there and it was, it was a ton of fun. Um, So the problem that we touched on earlier, being you know when you have a volunteer staff of three people and if you're targeting forty to fifty people at an event, there's no way you can have a meaningful conversation with every single person that comes. It's just not physically possible. So how do you get how do you get those folks that are just they, you know first second time feeling a little bit self conscious about themselves? How do you get them to engage when you can't physically like physically go out and reach every single person? Um, your platform really, really assists with that. Um, so, uh, you know, standalone alone um, as because your event, your platform was the focus of that event. And we, we interviewed you and Sean as part mm-hmm. of a fireside chat and got to hear your story, which was awesome. Um, but that, mm-hmm. that platform itself was, was the whole topic. Um, so we didn't even have to have another thing going on. It was that engaging. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a great way to supplement, um, you know, a passionate staff. Mm-hmm um but also kind of solved the problem of of um not being able to reach out and touch every single person there.
0: That's true and thank you for the compliments and oh, yeah. um we had a blast at that event and everyone that did it they all had a blast and there were so many different aspects that we brought to that like you say, we did we we brought the platform you know you guys had um, the leaderboard, you had the the interactive name badges. Yeah. And people really got to engage in a different way. And they got to learn something about, you know, the other attendees that they engaged with using their smartphones. And it was easy. And that's what we heard. It was easy. And it was fun. And yeah. that's what we go for. Um, so that it doesn't disrupt anything it's more of an enhancement to what is already yeah. going.
1: that's the perfect word for it i think i said supplement and that's really not the best word enhancement is is absolutely the best way to describe that and it, getting i mean getting people to engage with each other is is tough enough but the way that you guys have done it i mean you know the two truths and a lie thing is just a it's just a ton of fun i mean even if you're feeling really really shy and self-conscious like you can't not walk away from a conversation with someone about two random truths and a lie and not be smiling. It's just fun. And that that's that's how people get into deeper conversations. I mean, common ground, a little bit of humor, it goes it goes so far.
0: That is so true. That is so true. For people like you and me who are introverts and it's not just that easy to walk
1: I love it, it's Stick two to- introverts doing a podcast. This is phenomenal.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Two better yeah. introverts doing a podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so, you know, it just makes it easier because now like we're at an event and if we're doing the two truths and a lie or the interactive name badges, I have a like a little intro I can use. I can like, "Hey, can I scan your badge?" You know, that's, that's yeah. like opening line now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's a given. It's that, you know, that's that's what people are expecting like yeah. this is how we start our conversation and it, it, it's 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 just a lot of fun from there yeah yeah and
0: then it, from there you learn all kind of cool stuff about people oh yeah the cool yeah. thing they yeah. run, you know where they wanted to go with the done already and some things are so unbelievable and but it, it is fun and you just learn a lot of cool things about people and it just it's engaging and like I said it is so it's already going on at the event so thanks for that because we had a blast doing that
1: Oh, we had a lot of fun. Really, yeah. Thank you for thank you for coming out there and doing that with us. It was a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, and I, I have to say this. I have to say that Kim was number one.
1: <laughs> Kim was number one. I was sitting here thinking about should I talk about how Kim was number one because, man, it was it, that was hard. That that was hard to just deal with because you know we're all <laughs> really competitive. I don't. I think the veteran community might be a little bit more competitive, um, than than you know maybe other other events that you'll go to too. So that was. Yeah, That was tough to admit, but Kim was number
0: one. She Uh, she held that spot the whole time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She did. She crushed it.
0: All right. So, Pete, this has been a wonderful interview. And I'm sure there are other people who would love to know more about Bunker Labs and Bunker Brews. So tell us how they can get in contact with you.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm I'm on LinkedIn pretty often, um, and I think that's probably the best way to reach out, um, especially if we haven't met before, um, is just connect with me on LinkedIn. So you can find me there, Pete George F, um, and I'm happy to take the conversation from there. Whatever I can do to help out.
0: All right, cool. And Pete, could you spell your name just for those who are listening to the podcast?
1: Yes, yes. Um, and this is where it's it's unfortunate not to just have you know last name of Smith. So I will do my best to. to Get this accurate for everybody. But so P-E-T-E, that one's pretty straightforward. And then my last name is George G-E-O-R-G-E-F-F. And for you military folks, Golf Echo, Oscar Romeo, Golf Echo, Foxtrot, Foxtrot. And uh, yeah, if you put that in LinkedIn, you'll be able to find me.
0: Awesome. Pete, thank you so much. This has been so much fun, and I'm so glad that you have been on the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. And I do look forward to doing more work with you and visiting more Bunkers Brews and connecting with more veterans like myself. And did you have any last words that you wanted to share with the listeners?
1: Uh no, I mean just thank you for having me on here. It's it's always fun to talk with you um and uh, I think we're actually going to have you guys out at the May Bunker Brews coming up here on May 22nd. So I should be seeing you there.
0: Awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks. Increase attendee engagement at your events with Scavenger's game-based mechanics. Learn more at ScavengerHunt.biz or give us a call at 800-975-5161.